Stalker's Desert Diaries. Week nine. Hello, Arizona calling. Ah, uh, what a week it has been. This week I have cried a lot. I have screamed. I've been completely terrified. And I've also felt really, really lucky and really happy. So it has been emotional. So on Monday, after nine weeks, our furniture arrived. What a journey it's been on. We waved goodbye to it all in April. It drove to Liverpool, where it was loaded on a boat. It then crossed the Atlantic, went up through the Panama Canal and finally reached land in Newport Beach in Los Angeles. There, it was unloaded from the shipping container, put into eight different crates and made its way six hours from LA to Phoenix. It hung around in a storage unit in the desert for a few days and then was loaded up again on a huge wagon and arrived at our house in Paradise Valley in 40 degree heat. Those poor removal men, they were just amazing. So this was a bit strange, but when the container pulled up outside our new house, I just started crying. I was absolutely overwhelmed. I I, I don't know what's happened to me since I made this move. I'm crying at everything. It really took me by surprise, my emotional reaction. I suppose it's the culmination of the last six months of our lives. Ever since Dave got offered the job, we've gone through the whole visa process, which was just horrendous. Left my job, leaving our home, our friends, the girls leaving their school. I mean, all those things on their own are totally overwhelming. Putting them all together, you can understand why I am an emotional wreck. (laughs) To see my really, to be honest, knackered old furniture, I've had it such a long time, being carried by a bunch of brilliant Mexican guys off a container in the middle of a desert, was just quite the moment, to be honest. So my husband stood by the front door, ticking off the boxes as the men shouted out the numbers, 73, 28, 114, for three hours. I ran around like a whirlwind, pointing at bedrooms in the kitchen, hoping they were going into the right place. They arrived at 8am. They finally, after helping us put together some of the flat pack furniture, left at 1pm. We were just exhausted, especially as our air conditioning broke down. We were sweltering. It was 35 degrees inside the house. Uh, So we were forced to go and sit in the pool. And then I had a completely overwhelming moment where I realised, wait a minute, I live in a house from which I can see a mountain and I've got a swimming pool. And I just had that other completely overwhelming rush of, oh, our life has really changed, really, really changed. So the next day, Dave went off back to work. I went back to the house because we've still got our rental thing for another week or so. And there were about five or six cockroaches dead on their back as I went in. I was a bit, but you know, my mum's lived in Australia for years. I know they can be part of living somewhere hot. So I just got on with unpacking. And I was merrily unloading boxes in the kitchen (sighs) when I saw it. Sitting in my kitchen sink, looking terrifying, a scorpion. A real life scorpion. Not in Chester Zoo, not behind glass, in my house. There is a scorpion in my house. So... I screamed, helpful, did a little dance, you know, one of those dances, waved my arms around a bit. And then I texted Dave, I don't know what to do, there's a scorpion in the sink. Uh." Anyway, he doesn't reply, it transpires in a meeting, but this isn't helpful to me at this point. So I sit in the other room for about half an hour. I just keep walking back in and looking over the top of the sink. Yeah, it's still there. It's still a scorpion. 
So I Google it next. An Arizona bark scorpion. Most dangerous scorpion in the state. Great. Thank you. A really nasty sting that can be fatal. Thanks for that. So after about 100 years, I pluck up the courage and walk into the kitchen and put a glass over the top of the scorpion. (laughs) I then put dishes on top of the glass. Three of them. This thing's only about two and a half inches long, but you know what? You can't be too careful. I felt very, very brave. At this exact moment, I realised the cockroaches weren't dead and are all wriggling like mad to try and get off their backs. Ah! To find out what happened next, I will do to you what all the great soap operas do and say, do tune in next week. I'll see you in the suddenly very frightening desert.